is hard as hell. United Tottenham Arsenal. Watch my lips and I will spell. Cause they don't just play, but they can rap as well. I need the ice cream. I need the ice cream to cool down after that fire performance today. Jeez. Lord God. Well on. Well on. Come, it's still a bit hot. Let me take off my top. Well on. Do you know what? I'm going to allow you with all the unprofessionalism today because, boy, today was a special, special It just got five degrees colder in here, man. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's all right, man. You know what I mean? It's a shame there's not five of us on this pod as well. Anyway, Wagwan, it's your boy Slim as always. It's us at the Anfield South. And, uh, of course, some usual faces. Engineer Sam, what are you telling me? Bro, this is the greatest day of my Liverpool supporting life at Old Trafford. That's all I'm going to say for now. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but right now, but right now, I'm still in shock. I'm still in shock. <laughs> Man like JJ's back again. What are you telling me, JJ? Oh, we've got a little technical issue with JJ. We can't hear him. He sounded like Yoda still. Yeah, he sounded a bit breaking up. Engineer Sam, can you fix that? I can't fix his shit internet. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on, moving on. Let's, let's move it. Anyway, and uh, obviously, a game like uh, United-Liverpool, we had to get the perspective from United in. So, you got your man Chauncey here representing Manchester United today. Brave man coming on. Ah, that was peak. What's going on, guys? Yeah. Not good, but I'm here. Let's talk. What's going no. on? Big no, you respect up. for fronting it out Big a bit like uh, Maguire up. and Oli did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You didn't have to turn up yeah, to that. That was rough. Let's... Keeping your promise, mate. <laughs> that was rough. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, from the minute from minute one, or whenever you got scored seven or whatever it was. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was uh, rough. Listen, yeah, let's start with you, Chauncey, because let's 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 t- t- take it from a United perspective. You know what did, I'm saying? Um, how did you see that game? It did. When I saw the team, I thought that's not. That's not ideal. But even then, I still thought we might be okay. Like, he said that the team... He started with that team again because it played well on Wednesday. I don't know what game he was watching on Wednesday when we played at Atlanta, but that team wasn't good. Like, we we got let off. Enough. And they had six players missing. And we only scored in the last minute. I don't know what he... I, I wouldn't have started with that with that team. Fred and McTominay, to me, just isn't, isn't the one. But even even with that, yeah, just not... But you know what, though? Hold on one second. The Fred and McTominay figure, I hear this spoken about a lot when it comes to United's midfield. Um, what would your preferred midfield have been, then, if not Fred and McTominay? For me, I just would have played... Uh, well, this is the problem. I think you playing... I don't understand how you play <laughs> two holding midfielders and still have the worst defence, or one of the worst defences in the league. It's be- and, I, and I think it's because <laughs> Bruno... Don't he don't he don't help out? I think he thinks he's part of the striking force. Like he's he's actually part of the midfield, but 
you know, hey, like he's part of the midfield. You see, like you, you guys, Kater, uh, Milner, and um, Henderson. Three, you, they play yeah. like they're part of the midfield. Yes, I know Kater is box to box and he gets involved and he actually he was the furthest forward for your first goal. But everyone works hard. Everyone in Man United don't work hard. And Bruno's always he thinks he's a striker, so them two are get, get overrun sometimes. But even if they do get overrun, they're just not good enough anyway. Because I'm saying, if you swap Fred and McTominay and you made them Keane and Vieira, we're a different team. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not the fact that there's just two of them. It's the fact that, that they're terrible. Yeah, it's who, it's who, it's who, it's who they yeah, are who they and are. also what yeah. they're being told to do okay. and what the team's being told to do. So it compounds the issue. They're not good enough anyway, but then when you tell them to do the wrong thing or the team's not doing the right thing, you get five, you get, you get ripped apart when you play a proper team. That's the problem because give me peak Vieira and peak Keane in their prime. It's a, the, today, the, today's not 5 nil. Could Keenan Vieira could Keenan Vieira play or, in the same team? Or, though? That would, or, or, or another two, or a different two. Give me Jorginho and Kante. Yeah, Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Whatever. The t- give yeah, me two yeah. good midfielders that are good at their jobs. Yeah. It's not five nil today. We might still lose, yeah. but it's not so that five nil. Do you understand what I'm? Do you understand what I'm trying so to say? Yeah. Shortsy, yeah. Let me ask you then, yeah. bro. Like yeah. we were discussing it during the game today, and we feel that McFred is your best defensive midfield pairing if you play in a team. <laughs> So if they're not, man combined, man, what man, do you man, do? Man, man said combined Fred, you know, like some love child, like some you love know. child, you know, like uh, a Brangelina Sam, and that. Sam, you're bugging it. Sorry, yeah. but what's the question? <laughs> so if that's not your best pair, which we think Sam? it is, because of what you've got, those are the best two holding midfielders you have, we believe. So if that's not because they're not being told or they're not carrying out instructions or they're not good enough, what, who do you put there in the two to allow the three ahead of them and Ronaldo to thrive? Well, first thing, I think it was a mistake not getting a defensive midfielder um, in the in the first place. So, like a Rice or some or someone else or a Kante. Also, I know we couldn't have got Kante. What I'm saying is, someone of that ilk who just mops up and covers every blade of grass and is good at that job. That, that that's the first thing. But now you've, you've the windows closed and you've got those two, then yeah, you have to find a balance. But Fred and McTominay, they're just not it. So you have to you have to either do away with that, and whether you go to a three at the back or you just don't play those two and you tell Pogba he's the one who has to sit or you play Van Der Beek, whatever the case may be. Fred and McTominay have to- shown me over time that they're not good. They don't make the right decisions. They lose the ball a lot. Well, Fred, I'm talking about in particular. I don't know where... Have you seen him try to pass the ball more than 20 yards? He doesn't find a United shirt <laughs> more time. He, he just doesn't. He's just not... <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Like, it's, 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 it's wild to be able to say that about a Man United midfielder. Do you know how wild that sounds? But it's the truth. Like, he just doesn't... Bruv. Anyway, yeah, it's just, it's just not that. And then this Ronaldo thing, the pressing thing and all that. He's never, he's never been that guy. He's never pressed. So you have to get two people either side of him that are going to be workhorses. So I don't know what Mason Greenwood was doing today in terms of like they showed they showed some clips on um sky after the game where he just wasn't sprinting and he was just i, I think that's why he pulled him off i think um at, at half time he just wasn't i know he's, he's he's the best finisher in the club but he's got to be told different sorry go on so it's a good thing you're asking about Ronaldo because i was having a conversation so i'm gonna try to go to jj see what his connection's like the Ronaldo thing jj is Ronaldo hampering that team Sorry, I've got the Ooh. same problem. I don't know about you. How, how are you hearing, JJ, Sam? Are you hearing him break? Yeah, he's like a Dalek, bro. Yeah. Business. yeah. He's, 
Do you know yeah. what? Do you know what, Sam? If he dials out mm. and dials back in, that is maybe. that gonna upset might, you? Might fix it, though. it is gonna upset me, but you know we'll carry on. Um, JJ, if you wanna drop out and drop back in again, then your connection might be better by then. Yeah. Sorry, people, man. This is like internet. It's recorded live, so technical issues are going to happen, as you know, man. But we move. Um, I'll drop that on you then, Sam. Is Ronaldo hampering that, that Manchester United side? Um, I think it's really easy to blame him at the moment because um, he's the star sign and he's up there. Um, and they thought that things were going to change with him being the forefront of their attack. But what you have to kind of look back and realise is United haven't been a pressing team for the longest they actually haven't been a present team. So this is not specifically about Ronaldo. Um, they're using him as a target because he literally, and has done for maybe the last three or four years, been a figure up front that's fed the ball. Yeah, he's not closing those spaces. He's not cutting off no passing lanes. Do you know what I mean? That's not his job. So I don't think it's fair to blame him and say that he's the cause of the problems. I don't think they needed him. Um, I don't think it was someone they actually needed in their team or in their club, but it's a star side and it brings a lot of optimism and it makes them feel like they're actually challenging um, for the major runners, which is obviously not the case. But him being a problem um, is one of a few problems. And the pressing thing is crazy because Man United are not a pressing team. They've been a counter-attacking counter team for the longest now because they don't play good football, but they can pick you off with the pace they have up top. Yeah, and they've got really talented forwards. So, no, it's, it's not Ronaldo's fault. Um, and realistically, the problem is much, much bigger than Ronaldo. And it's probably from the ground up because unless you have a playing style which is being built from the back all the way to the front to the top and you're all actually dialed into that what good is one man pressing or half pressing or cutting or passing lines if that's not what your ethos is if that's not the way you play stick to what you know they should carry on being a counter a second team because that's what the tool the tools that they have in the positions that they have that's what suits them best it's just that it's difficult for Oli to survive with that because they don't really go at teams. So therefore, if you've got a team that can outplay you and it's defensively sound, United aren't going to cause you any problems. And I think as well, I think this time round today, he tried to do something different. I think he felt the onus and the weight of being, being Manchester United's manager and thought he needed to come out and actually have a go at us. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he thought the fans would accept that medium to low block, if you like, and then counter-attacking at home. I think the fans might have got a little bit hostile if he sat in a bit. So mm. he tried to do something a little bit different yeah. and ultimately it didn't work. Do you know what I mean? Got JJ back in the room. Let's see what JJ's connection like. JJ, we were just... Yeah, yeah that's yeah, better. Much, much better, JJ. There's the headphones. Oh, okay. Yeah. So With Ronaldo... Sam... Yeah, wait, wait, one Sam, 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 second, JJ. Sam was saying that he doesn't think it, it, it's Ronaldo. You can blame the Ronaldo for like United's failings at the minute. So what's your take on it? I think it's not Ronaldo's fault, but I just feel like Ronaldo was never suited for that United team. I feel like Ronaldo kind of needs to go to a team. I feel like the only team suited for him in the Prem right now is probably City. I feel like Ronaldo shouldn't be in a counter-racking team and he shouldn't be. He needs to be in a team where the team has possession because he's not going to press. So at a City, mm. he's not going to have to press as much as, I say, as United because they're always going to have the ball and he's just going to be getting in the box and being a poacher. So I feel like it is kind of United's fault that they went in and got him. I feel like they should have just left him, let him go City 
and just had their own little plan because I don't think Ronaldo was in their plan until he popped up and then they just bought him in the instance of it is Ronaldo. I, 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 don't I, think... I don't actually think a striker in the Premier League right now can afford to not 100%. press. I think the way football's played, if you are playing up top for a, a Premier League team, you have to have that press in you, whether you're playing at the top or the bottom of the table. If you're not able to do that, I think you're going to struggle in this league because you'll get picked apart. Uh, I think that it's you can have that in a certain sense of if you had... If you look at Chelsea and you look who's besides Lukaku, they've got guys that press. I think if United have Greenwood and Rashford and they're pressing and they do the job for him, then I feel like you can kind of get away with it. Because if you look at Lukaku, he doesn't press like as much as the other strikers, but because the other two beside him do the work majority for him, I feel like it works. Yeah, but he still has an element of a press. Yeah, he, has a, yeah but he has a little bit He still of closes He's down. Not like, he still closes he, down. Ronaldo no. is not... Hmm, Ronaldo's not the close down at all. Yeah, type. that's why I think I don't think he necessarily would have fitted City because I think Pep all all ten players out for players got to work hard for Pep, and I don't know if Ronaldo would have hmm. would have done that. So I don't think he fitted that. But I, I agree with JJ in terms of the if you play Ronaldo, the other two people got to work, got to go crazy. They got to work so hard, and if that you can get that and you keep him within the width for the post. He's going to finish. You want him to be... All the chances that fall to Man United, you want him to fall to either Ronaldo or Greenwood, as far as I'm concerned. If you, if you, if you, if you, if you want to score, they're more likely to hit the find the back of the net than anyone else, than maybe Rashford. Mm. But those two, if, if I've got all my money, my mortgage, and it's the last chance, and, I'm, and one of them's got to score, it's going on Ronaldo. I'm telling you that. <laughs> straight. Straight. Well, he's, Ronaldo is always good for a goal. I mean, as long as you've got Ronaldo mm. in your team, yeah, he's clutch. Yeah, that was the perfect word. He is. You know you, you can almost get a goal. And I think the opportunity to sign Cristiano Ronaldo for any team is a big mm. thing. And I don't. I think it's something that you couldn't pass up on as Manchester United. club legend. Do you know what I mean? Kind of legend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As well, when you throw that in. Mm. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I see why the signing was made, but I don't think the signing was right for you at the time. I feel like Oli had you going in a direction, a direction that was looking like the right direction. And I think that that signing there has kind of derailed it because Ronaldo takes up yeah. a spot. It, it, it no messed more, up Sancho. No, the, the it rotation. messed up Sancho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the rotation's mm. not there now. You can't yeah. drop him. I, I guarantee you in his contract, dropping him is not mm. an option. I, I promise you, he's that arrogant, I like to say, that it'd probably be in his contract mm. somewhere. But who knows? Um, it's a bit of a struggle for me to go through each of the goals. I don't I, like. No, I, I really think we was, need to. I we think can. we need to. It's we can, because Luke, Luke Shaw and Maguire, <laughs> whew, they got a lot to answer for. Luke Shaw, like, bro, that guy, positionally, hmm. Shaky bakey. I'm not I'm not gonna blame Luke Shaw. I think Luke Shaw had to cover it, a lot of ground between left it, back and centre centre back. Do you know position. the one that annoyed me? You're right. But the one that no, I think it was the second goal. Is that the one where him and Maguire just didn't do anything and then I think it was the second goal? Yeah, yeah, he's second, got, yeah, he's second got a boss that situation. Goal, yeah. He's got a t- if he has to take Maguire out as well, take him out. He can see everything. Maguire, I think his back, he couldn't see the Liverpool I can't remember how it went. So mm. Luke Shaw's got to take Everybody out, slide. Yeah, because he's coming he's in, coming from, the in left. from the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think 
I don't know if yeah. he's not as strong on his right foot, or maybe, I don't know, but he's got to boss that situation. He's got to tell Maguire, Shaw's ball, and take everybody out. Maguire, the Liverpool player, the ball, everything. And that's that annoyed me. That was weak. They were both yeah. indecisive. I don't know. Maguire's not fit. I don't know why he's, I guess he doesn't trust Bailly that much. Do you know what, yeah? Maguire looked like, for want of a better phrase, he looked dead. Yeah. Like, in his interview, he looked drained. <laughs> that's it. He looked drained, bruv. Like, yeah. Like, you know, you know, like when a white person is not well and they're quite pale, bro, like it's mad. Wow. Like he didn't look right in his interview, bro. I'll be honest with you. I'm looking at him and the way his hair was swiped over. He looked like a, a vampire, bro. Like he, like he was allergic to the light or something, bro. So I, I don't know what do Maguire, bro. Yeah, but that... yeah, that situation there, I felt for sure because I know as a as a left back, I played left back, right back. You see the danger. So you tuck inside. But that obviously allows space in behind you. Do you know what I mean? So, and that's the space and, that was exploited. The, the space sort of in behind Shaw, but he had no choice but to come across. And the third across. goal, I think it's the one where Salah just runs past them. They're just not alive. I, I don't know if it was the third or fourth. I lose count. But yeah, yeah, the one where Salah taps yeah, in the near post. Like how can yeah. you at the very just yeah. when you play? Even if you play football from the age when you're young, just having a sense of they're on the attack. Put your arm. You know where you can see him. Transition. Put your arm out. Don't let him just Transition. run past you. Mm. That's that. That's wild. Well, he, he does. Luke Shaw tries to grab Salah, and Salah's just too strong oh, for him. Oh, I didn't even that see simple. that. That's simple. If you watch it, if you watch it, he tries to grab him by the shirt, and Salah just like says, "Get off me," because he wants it more. Yeah, Salah block wants that it channel more. off. You two should um, be next to each other. Let make him run the up uh, around you. Don't. He ran through the middle of them. <laughs> that's 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 crazy. Yeah. That's that's crazy, man. Oh, but. I am conscious. We are Anfield South. As much as I love talking about United's <laughs> demise, let's make let's like make this a little bit about us. Um, Sam, the performance, our performance. How would you rate our performance overall for the ninety minutes? <laughs> this might sound wild, but I probably I probably give us about a seven out of ten. I don't even think we played that well. I think we were just supremely clinical for the first time in a big game. Um, especially away at United, we're never that clinical, never that clinical in big games. A lot of times we snatch at our chances, um, we play the last pass wrong. You know, there's there's never been a time where we've taken our chances as well as we've done today. Um, although we played well in patches, um, probably the second, no, the first goal was a nice move, but it was really, really easy to get through United. Um for the second goal was that a mistake from when Maguire and um, Shaw collided. Sure. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it was quite easy to pick United apart. And I don't think we were playing full pelt. Um, I think what was crazy about it is after Pogba got sent off, we completely stepped off the gas. We were like, you know what? No, one's, no one else is getting injured. Let's just coast through the rest of the game. And so mm -hmm. if we were really going wicked, like we actually probably could have carried on and got two or three more goals. Um, I think we'll play better this season and win 2-1 in certain games. But we were just so clinical today that no one could have lived with us. And thank yeah. the Lord it was today away at Old Trafford because that curse has fully, fully, fully been lifted. After last season, I was like, mm, okay, we did it, but there was no fans there. But this is the truth now. And to see them fans walking out at half-time, there's nothing sweeter, you know? There's nothing sweeter. I had to, I had to catch myself and think, rah, this is what you see happen at, um, at Arsenal. And you're used to that shit. Yeah. But never United and never when we're playing because the fans always retain hope yeah. and they retain the support of the team. So, yeah, give us a 7 out of 10. I thought we'd done okay. 
Um, but clinically, yeah. like we were proper, like ten out of ten. You can't knock yeah. any of those. Yeah. What we missed, maybe two chances out of, the, out of the five that we scored. So yeah, man, I've got, I've got nothing yeah. but praise for the forwards for Firmino as well. Big shout to Firmino for linking the play. Didn't get a goal or assist today, but he was really good. Um, I, I just can't talking of, talking about picking out players. Um... Obviously, the lineup when we saw it, we were all a bit like, "Oh my God, no Fabinho!" And we know what happened midweek with uh, Atletico Madrid and Naby Keita. Seeing Naby Keita in the starting lineup, JJ, what were you thinking, man? I was thinking it's going to be the same thing happening again. Just no, I don't know, just no midfield when it comes to defending. I thought it was going to be all over the place. And to be fair, for the first 50 minutes, like if Letico, Keita did really well. I was impressed with him just winning back the ball. There was a few times he was pressing. But then after the 15 minutes or 20 minutes, it's like he just got tired. If you saw him, he was just kind of walking around. Still a bit tired. He still did well, but I just feel like, I don't know what's wrong with him. I feel like he just needs to work on his stamina a little bit. But, yeah. He did, he did look a bit laboured at times. It's, it's a funny one with Keita because we were all obviously together watching the game and it was like those mental barriers which he clearly has, yeah, it's a struggle for him to get over them during the game. Like he gets yeah. a knock, he's gone down, he's thinking to himself, shit, can I carry on? Am I a footballer? Can I actually play through this injury? You know what I mean? <laughs> and as the game grew, I thought to myself, right, he's going to be all right. He's going to be all right. And then obviously Pogba tried to fucking game. decapitate him. But... Uh, mm. There's, there's something there's something there of Keita, but if he continues this and he has cameos where he scores in big games, has big moments, I'm not going to dub him no more. Mm. Obviously, he's fragile mentally and, and he's fragile physically as well, but there is a player there. So shout out to Chris, um, talking about his IQ and the fact that he's a talented <laughs> player. But it's, it's a struggle with him sometimes. Um, there's no leg break as far as I'm concerned, so he may be back in a couple of weeks. I think I think Klopp said it was something to do with his shin. Yeah, it looked like, it looked like an impact injury, man. You know, what I mean, it's probably what, bruising. from the Pogba thing. Yeah. No, the Pogba thing was mad. That was let's 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 touch on that. I mean, as, as challenges go, like that was actually really dangerous. That challenge. I mean, he goes leads with his stud. He's over the ball and he connects with him in the shin, stroke, ankle area. Had that foot been planted, like it's a different it's a different scenario, and like. Even if I never, I don't care about rivalries or anything like that, yeah, when it comes to that. I never want to see a player do that to another player because at the end of the day, it's just downright nasty. And like, it's like basically walking up to a man and he he, he types for a living. He's an IT guy and you just, you slam his hammer on his, on his hands. You just wouldn't do it. So it's not acceptable on a football pitch. And as much as I respect Pogba as a, as a, a footballer, that tackle has got no place in the game for me, man. It really upset me, that tackle, man. A few of them United players today were a bit questionable, even with the Ronaldo thing, just kicking up the Curtis Jones. It's yeah. Like, like yeah. what's wrong with you? You could say, who was it, Fred on Cato again with the high boot. Even though I don't think that was a red, it's still a dangerous challenge. Um, Cato yeah. took some licks today, you know? Yeah, he did. He did, he did. He was in the wars. But he he, he, he the stood wars. up and it, he's like, he's... Played on, played on, and played on until he had to be stretched out. And hopefully, that does, that's not another mental break where it's not a mental barrier. So, like, when he comes back, he's going to be thinking, oh, I don't want to get in a challenge like that again. So, hopefully, he comes back the same. 
Yeah. No, he was really good today, man. Obviously got his goal, got an assist as well, returned a favour to Mo. He was he was decent today, man. I was quite happy, like, because I was I did say before the game that Cater should play because I did think Curtis wasn't quite ready to start in this game, obviously just coming back from fitness. Mm. But yeah, Cater proved me right, man. I mean, well done. Um, the other injury to our squad as well, Milner. Sounds like it's a hamstring. His Klopp said that he, he signalled there was a problem before and then obviously they carried on and then he felt it. So it's a hammy. Well, that's a bit of a blow for us in midfield. I know a lot of you lot aren't James Milner fans, but I am Mr. Utility, Mr. Reliable, play anywhere. The experience he has, I think that's going to be a big loss, especially with Thiago not quite there yet. And Fabinho's obviously just picked up something. He's going to be a big miss for us because he's going to be out for a few weeks with that hammy. So, get well soon, Millie, mate. We need ya. You know what I mean? Um, let's switch it back to you, Chauncey, if you're if you're still there with yeah, us. Um, how do United fix their problems? Um, short term, um, just have a, all have a word with each other, meeting without the staff. I would suggest and just. Pen some people up, put some people up against the wall because bro, if that if I'm the cap, if I'm the captain of that team, certain man are getting hemmed up and getting told a certain thing because that's just not acceptable. There's certain ways to lose a game of football, and when you're playing your rivals, that ain't it. I don't care. City are coming in two weeks, and listen, we might lose, but there's a certain way that performance needs to be put in running. Apparently, we got one of the lowest running stats in the league. They were saying on um, Sky. Yeah, I think you're third from third that's, from bottom. Third from bottom when it comes crazy. to running. That's crazy. That's crazy. That like that that just shouldn't that shouldn't happen. At t- not a Man United. Like I don't know about other teams, but supporting this team my whole life. Like even in our good years, even when we were better, we just had better players. David Beckham weren't the most gifted, but he worked. I can t- I can count on one hand the amount of times David Beckham had a bad game for Man United. You just you got that's the basics of sport. Just work hard, earn the right to play. First and foremost, just that. And then if you've got the better players and you've got a style of play or a pattern of play, then you can go and win. Hold on, my screen's not even on. Sorry. You can go and um, you can go and win games and stuff. So that that's the first thing. Just have a word with each other. Long term, yeah, Ollie and all of that. He he's 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 not. I've never thought he was the guy that was going to win us a, a title. Because at the end of the day, Klopp. And Pep and Tuchel have got more experience than him and they're, and they're better than him. So even if he had the best players, I don't know how he wins a title against them. They'd all have to have a shocker for eight months out of the season. Do you see what I'm saying? How, how's he going to... If they're on it... If they're on their game, how does he get How does he get that upper hand? Yeah. Even with the better players, he's going to get so, out-coached. So. In that, in that are, you, are you... Is it time for Oli to leave? Only if you've got a ready-made and you've planned it. I, if you got rid of him now and you didn't have anyone to come in who you liked and you would, who you had planned, then no, I, I wouldn't do that. I, I would leave it. But you've got to be looking at that as the owners. I don't know if the owners look at that. Me, I'd, yeah, it, I'd look to change it if, if things don't improve. But then again, you, you could also the flip side is you can't be knee-jerk. This, I don't think it would be knee-jerk, to be fair, but this team, they're probably thinking it came second last year. I know you guys had your problems, and that's why we came second. If you guys were on it, we wouldn't have come second, but 
you can only play you can only play the season that's in front of you. Do you know, I, I respect you for that. I respect you for that because there was a point in the studio where Gary Neville said something to Carragher like, "Well, we finished behind City and above you guys." And I was thinking, it wasn't the real Liverpool. Was yeah, it, default, it wasn't the real. The real the yeah, real that was so by um, default. But it, we still we still had to finish second. But yeah, yeah, it's not it's not it's not right things. And I, I agree with what Graham said. Graham Souness was when he was talking about. It's not just Oli. You've got people around him that haven't got experience as well. So you're compounding the issue. He, mm. he needs people around him that have been there and been there and done it. So it's a tough one, man. But at the end of the season, that's when you can point the finger because it could. You don't know. We might come. I don't know. Second, might come third. You don't. I doubt it. But you don't know. That's when you can point the finger. You've got to judge him over the season, I guess. I think. I think third for United is a very, very long, long mm. shot. I think the most you could hope for is four. And even that, I don't. You're not. You're not. You're not top three. You'd need. You need a drop yeah. off from ourselves, City or Chelsea, which I don't see happening enough for you guys to. I mean, I think you're like. I think you're eight or, points behind yeah. City or something or like that. that. Or everyone, the best team stays doesn't get injured. Varane and Maguire stay together the whole season. Ronaldo, San, Sancho clicks into place. And you switch that McTominay and Fred thing, then maybe, and that's a long shot. That, I mean, that, that's even a maybe. With all of that combined in, yeah. that's still a maybe. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If if Oli doesn't get you into the Champions League for next season, is there oh, yeah, time yeah. for him to go yeah, then? Yeah. No, no, no Champions League. That's a bit, for me, that's a bit wild. Because that would mean either Spurs, mm. Arsenal, Leicester or West Ham beat us to fourth. That's a little bit wild. When you look on paper, when you look at our team and theirs, you can you can make a case for the others finishing yeah. above us because of what they've done, their experience. But those, if they finished above us with the money we spent, that's that I couldn't defend that. I really, yeah, that'd yeah. Be pain. yeah, yeah. That that would be hard. Yeah. That would be hard. But as a Liverpool fan, I couldn't say <laughs> I wouldn't be smiling at it. I Sam, JJ, um, Mo Salah, what more can be said about this guy? Just give him a contract. Just give him. <laughs> Just give him. I mean, even Chelsea shaking his he's head. So, sorry, real quick. He's so. Uh, he'd definitely get into a Liverpool um, all time 11. I said that to Sam last week. But he'd actually get into a Prem all 11. Like, he's that good. Mm. Like. <laughs> Bro, wait, <laughs> wait. I mean, what is left to say about this guy? Really, like, has he not just proved it? He's gone to Old Trafford. He's bagged himself a hat trick, you know, a hat trick at Old Trafford. That's no mean feat, bro. Like, <sighs> what? What was it? When was the last person to score a hat trick? That's, that's why I said the away team at Old Trafford. The first, the first player at Old Trafford in the Premier League. Wow. Hey, listen. Right, he's the first yeah, Liverpool player to get a hat trick at. at, at no, first player, I think, that we went to Old Trafford to score a hat trick. The first player ever? No one's ever print. done it. Yeah, yeah no one's ever, yeah. no one's ever done it. I saw the stat when it was being, yeah. Oh, God, that's mad. The, yeah, Chelsea can't believe it. You know, he's racking his brains. Listen, that is, the guy's just... I, that is short and sweet on Salah. He's just, he's just, he's the best in the world right now. And no one can't tell me anything, any different. I don't want to hear no Mbappe, Neymar, Messi. I want to hear none of those names. He's the best right now. 
and the guy, oh, who we lost? Oh, we lost Engineer Sam. Oh, wow. That's new. That's the first. We can dig him out about that later. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm happy. 5-0 at Old Trafford, you cannot argue. And I mean, there's not really much to say. A lot of what happened today was us being clinical and United being really woeful. But you can only beat what's in front of you. And we've done that, didn't we, Jamie? Yeah, we did. One thing I want to say, I want to see maybe Matip step down and Canate play more. I thought today... He oh, played... yeah, we should talk about Canate. I thought yes. today he played really well. Just the way he... Aerial threat, he was beating Ronaldo to some headers. He looked... There was a time where, I think it was... I can't remember the United name, but it was a foot race. He looked really fast there. I feel like it was a big game for him to come into. And I feel like he played well for his second game, second start for us. And I want to see him more with Van Dijk now because I feel like that's more for the future where Matip he's, gets injury-prone a lot. So I would like that them two to be the starting two at the back. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, that's good. I'm glad you said that, JJ. Do you know, because the attack was so good today, I kind of forgot about the defence. But yeah, for Kanate's first game in the Premier League, first game in the Premier League, yeah, he, he came into a, a big game, like you said, but... I think, yeah, obviously, the attackers made it easy. We weren't under that much pressure. So, yeah, but he did well. The things he had to do, he did well. And I do, I like his athleticism. He's tall. He's quick across the ground. So, I think you're right. I wouldn't, wouldn't mind seeing ahead. But Matip's in great form, it's though, good, man. But it's just Matip's always in great form and then gets injured again. And so, it's just kind of like, if Kanate stays fit, then it's like they can be the pairing for the whole rest of the season without having to switch and change. Well, we've got we've got a, a, car, a league cup game midweek Wednesday, so maybe Canate um, will step will be in for that game. Canate Gomez maybe Van Dyke gets a rest, so we'll see what more he can do in that. Who have we got? Who have we got in the cup? I can't remember. I think it's not big. Yeah, that cup is just so. <laughs> that is really bad. Or something already. But I would yeah. like to go that, in that cup that. though. I want to win something like that. The thing is, I wouldn't mind winning it. Preston North End, that's it. We're playing Preston North End. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Matip and Van Dijk sit down and put Canati and Gomez in there, man. That that would be nice to see that. But, um, yeah, good performance from him. But I can't really judge him wholly on that when you've got a, a, a team like United, you know what I mean, who are just basically crap. So, mm. what can I say? Um, yeah, man, I'm just going to leave it there, man. There's not really much else to say on this game apart from... Five is nice, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, Chauncey, like, you, you got let off lightly. We could have gone a lot harder on you. But I think the misery of us putting five past you at home is enough, yeah. man. A quick question. If you were to sack Oli, who would you who do you want? Right now, yeah. I don't even... I don't even know. I I always wanted... um, Like, when he was at Spurs and, and left and was doing nothing, I, I, I thought Poch just fitted us um, from a cultural perspective and like how he literally because what he did with that Tottenham team and how he coached them interesting how he coached them and didn't spend any money at the time where our squad was at I thought he could have got some good thing I like the brand of football they played there were there were times when Spurs were a bit mad under people people got short memories in football like I remember them going to Anfield or you went to theirs and they just put you to the, they just baddied you up for the foot I think it was four I can't remember the score but just Not how they just how they played yeah. do you know what I mean their style you knew yeah, when we played, we that was at Wembley when they were at Wembley. Right. And they turned and you us know, over. You knew a Poch team. He had a star. We had an identity. So that's what I. That was my thinking. Um, now, 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Conte, I'm not sure. I mean, he's another short term. He's a man for hire. Like he's a gunman. Like he'll come in and he might do well for a little bit, but he's not going to build any, anything. Um, and I just thought Poch was the right type of even his image, how he is, how he spoke, how he handled the media, just how he was. I thought that was a fit, but I'm not. I'm not sure now. It's 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 quite it's quite difficult now to pick a manager because I think Liverpool, Man City, <laughs> sorry. Man City to a degree we've set a precedent where we build youth not youth but not youth but build mm. players so you get someone in and you you mold them to mm. what you need and then you build a team I, I think Chelsea the only team who are uh, quick fix put a plaster on it type thing buy loads of players win something sack off the manager buy loads of players win something mm, do you yeah. get what I'm saying so I think you I think Manchester United are stuck in between Going for a manager who can quick fix it, and a manager long term who's there who can build a project and leave mm. a legacy. Because you you can see cases for both. Obviously, see what Klopp's doing, and Pep, and you can see what what Chelsea are doing with Tuchel, and you know have done previously. So that's the question. What do you want to do? Do you want to build? Because I feel like if you want to build, stay with Oli. Or do you want a quick fix? If you want a quick fix, then yeah, you need right now. You need a Conte, maybe as a Dan. I wouldn't make you know I mean? with Oli though. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Zidane. I wouldn't mind. I've only got one thing to go on. It's time. I know he played with. He had incredible players at Madrid, but I mean, the amount you can't deny it, the amount of Champions League that guy won. I mean, yeah, that was a bit. Still yeah, exactly. to win them, yeah. What do you mean they can't build with Oli, JJ? Like, I feel like He's a young manager. Like you can build with him, but I feel like you've got to build. When we're talking about us and how we built, Klopp already had mm. that experience of winning something at Dortmund where Oli is someone new. And if the managers that stay with at Charles Tuchel, Pep and Klopp, I feel like he just, there's a lot, of to, a lot for him to learn. And it's going to be a bit, if you're talking about building with him, it's going to be... 10, 15 years, that's the kind of build. I feel like that's, in these terms, I feel like you can't do that anymore. I feel like a building process has to be about four, five years, and then it's getting a bit too long. And I feel like Oli, you would need about 10, because he just hasn't managed anyone else, really. So you feel like his lack of experience is what? Yeah, and I just feel like he's never going to reach there unless he goes somewhere else and comes back. It's like us, if we got Gerard now, I feel like we can't really, There's you can't build with him because I feel like it's going to take him 10 years to get into that momentum where if he goes somewhere else and then comes to us, then I feel like it's better. Mm. Speaking on Gerardi, the, no, I said it to you earlier, JJ, the, the Cardiff manager's job is available. He should go for that now. I think he needs to leave Scotland and come a bit closer to home and have a stronger yeah, test. And uh, yeah, I think a, a championship job would be good for Gerard right now. But mm. what do I know? I'm just a sparky. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Cool. Let me leave it there. Let me wrap it up. Chauncey, thanks again for coming out and uh, facing the no music. Problem, really appreciate that. Once I wrap it up, don't hang up. We need your you, we need your file to okay. upload. JJ, always a pleasure. Yes, good to be on. You know what I'm saying? Thanks People, for me, apologies again for the uh, technical difficulties and that, but you know how it goes. It's the internet. Anything can happen. I tell you every week, you see the socials at the bottom. Make sure you like, subscribe, all of that good stuff. I say it all the time, tell your mum, tell your nan, tell the girls down, bingo. You know what I mean? Your boys at work. Check us out, man. 
Um, until the next time, people, we out, man. Peace.